0: From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white.
1: And now, your host, the baby faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. And once again, as we are continuing our Christmas week, this will be our second to last uh, new episode of 2023. Looking forward to Friday uh, to do our last show of the year, and then... I'm hoping to just go and get ready for what's going to be a Psycho 2024, (laughs) that is for sure. And in keeping with the spirit of the holiday, starting out with a cold open of the classic O Come All Ye Faithful. And, well, what can you do, folks? I mean, it is that time of the year, and oh, mercy, mercy. This is going to be an interesting way to end up the year, that is for sure. But before we get into today's adventure in podcasting, I uh, just want to encourage folks to send us email, uh, comments, questions, shout-outs, what have you. Yeah, I'm sure you'll probably throw in, some folks will throw in some hate mail, which is totally okay, at inblackandright at gmail.com, or you can check out our website, inblackandright.net. And over our Christmas, New Year hiatus, uh, we'll be updating the website with some new things, I'm hoping. And we're going to have some fun. But, well, it's talking about not having fun, okay? Now, I did this yesterday. uh, And I made comment on the story that the Lieutenant Governor of the State of California, Uh, uh, Eleni Kunalakis, I think I pronounced that right, but the Lieutenant Governor of California has sent an official letter and I'm going to put the letter on the website because anybody who understood this whole issue with the 14th Amendment and trying to disqualify uh, Trump uh, from a particular state ballot, and this is going to be blue states only, Blue states only that are going to try this. I mean, Colorado and their Supreme Court already foolishly uh, dealt with it and said, oh, yeah, no problem. Well, here's what just cracks me up. And I got to play this. This is just messed up. Uh, From MSLSD and Morning Joe, who apparently uh, didn't take his medication this morning, but... It's not a surprise, folks. It is not a surprise uh, what he and uh, I think it's Mike Barnacle of the Boston Globe uh, said about the uh, about the ruling. But let's but for the sake of you know let's keep it fair. Uh, let's hear what the psychiatric patients had to say.
2: Joe. Of Americans, Mike, hold on one second. 54% of Americans, 54% of Americans approve of the Colorado Supreme Court's decision to kick Donald Trump off the state's 2024 presidential primary ballot. 54% of Americans approve of it. Only 35% of Americans disapprove of it. The survey conducted by YouGov America found that 84% of Democrats, 48% of Independents, 48% of Independents, and 24% of Republicans approved of the ruling. And Mike, do polls dictate what courts should do? No, no, they don't. But when you have Donald Trump and 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 people who want an authoritarian taking control of Washington, D.C. again, saying, oh, this is a radical decision, this is anti-democratic, when in fact it's just the opposite, that poll is just one snapshot to show the majority of Americans are like, yeah, yeah, you know what, he shouldn't be on the ballot because he committed insurrection against the United States. You know, Joe, I don't disagree with a word you've said. I, I fully subscribe to all of it. My, my problem is I'm, I'm conflicted, I'm torn about it because we are a country of habit. We do things by habit. We have certain days, Memorial Day, July 4th, right. it's habit what we do in those days. Right. One of the habits that we all share is election day, and it's voting right. people on or out of office. And I would think now, the courts have spoken in Colorado, other courts will speak, the Supreme Court will likely speak within the next month, certainly, maybe sooner. I mean, the habit people have of voting, that's the way to do in Donald Trump. That's the way to do him in. It's up to the Democratic Party, President Biden's party, his campaign for re-election, to do the job, to help us right. do the job, to get rid of him, yeah. not the court. I completely
1: Okay. All right, that's Morning Joe. Now, the poll that he quoted, where 54% approve, I'm like, wait a minute. First of all, it's YouGov. Not exactly the most accurate poll. Number one. Number two. Now, depending upon what the question was. Now, sure, they. It's like, okay, do you approve of this Colorado Supreme Court uh, ruling on President Trump? Fifty-four percent approve. Now, that 54% is composed of, and I'm willing to bet, it's composed of leftist, radical goofballs, and the constitutionally illiterate. Okay? I'm just going to say it. These people obviously do not know what the Sam hell they're talking about because most of them don't even know what's in the 14th Amendment because they are not constitutional scholars. Okay? I'm not a constitutional scholar, but I sure as hell know on more about the constitution than a lot of these folks who are like, "Oh, well, we're, you know, we we approve." It's like you essentially are approving um judicial activism and oligarchy. That's what you're approving. Because frankly, there's not a lot of due process in this. Not, In fact, there's no due process. Because frankly, you had four totally on crack cocaine judges saying that Donald Trump was guilty of insurrection when he's never been convicted of, him, convicted of it and sure as hell was never charged with it. Not by Jack Smith or anybody else so frankly what you've got going on here is a psyop it's a total psyop because well the judges said no 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 one state judge has said it's you know they essentially are gaming the system and it's full-blown election interference they the four justices in colorado took away the right of the state of colorado voters the eligible voters of not being a, of being able to decide who they want for president. That's what it is. Now, apparently, this 54% who approved of it, I'm like, okay, you wanna talk about authoritarianism and fascism, well, there you go. 54% of folks in this poll, and it's only a snapshot, apparently approve of judicial activism and nothing more than a bunch of oligarchs telling them who can and who cannot run therefore dis- i mean it's the ultimate form of disenfranchisement you know they scream about oh voters are these this group of voters you know minorities and blacks hispanics these disenfranchised voters well the poor idiots in Colorado just for whatever sick twisted reason just disenfranchised a whole bunch the entire state of Colorado because they don't want Trump on the ballot now to the Colorado GOP's credit they say okay you don't want to put him on the ballot fine we're gonna go and do a caucus uh, type of system which the courts have no say in they're going to do a caucus, just like they do in Iowa and, and Nevada. So, yeah, I, I spoke on this yesterday, but there is still fallout and there are still people who are, well, brain dead, deceived or pretty much useful idiots for Satan. Because when you have something that this is that's so egregious, so egregious that. Even legal critics have to say, no, this is wrong. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, we have the idiots on MSLSD, but here's somebody who isn't an idiot. And that would be Alan Dershowitz, Professor Dershowitz, a Democrat, not a Trump guy, but one of the last you real classic classic liberals who is a constitutional expert. So let's hear uh, an actual lawyer uh, in Dershowitz, what he had to say about
0: the ruling. In the 60 years I've been practicing and teaching law, I've never seen a decision that is so anti-democratic and so unconstitutional. It is absurd. Uh, the idea that the 14th Amendment was supposed to Substitute to the impeachment provision carefully drafted by the framers um, is wrong Um, if you want to impeach a president if you want to make him not run be able to run in the future there's a provision it requires a two-thirds vote of the Senate but the idea that the framers of the 14th Amendment intended to circumvent that carefully drawn provision and and simply allow any state to make up uh, grounds for denying him the right to be on the ballot uh, undercuts uh, democracy the 14th amendment itself is very clear it says in section 5 the congress shall have the power to enforce by appropriate legislation and the provisions of this article The congress that's the united states congress there's no provision in the 14th amendment for any state or certainly any state court to interfere with the right to vote by its citizens so uh this is a terrible terrible decision it will cause disarray it will, If it were to be affirmed by the Supreme Court, which I doubt it will be, it would cause distrust in the electoral process and would result in a repeat of 2020, where whatever the result of the election was, particularly if Trump were to lose, he wouldn't accept the loss, and he would have, in this case, some legal basis for questioning whether or not the courts had any proper role to play in taking him off the ballot of some states. Right now, he's only been taken off the ballot of a state in which he was going to lose anyway. But this decision, the logic of this decision applies to any state. It really says any state can disqualify Trump because they've made a conclusion that he was involved in an insurrection. Wouldn't even know what an insurrection is. He hasn't been charged with insurrection. He hasn't been convicted of insurrection. Uh, You know, People will say that Biden was involved in an insurrection in allowing thousands of people to come across the border, or the people who were involved in the Black Lives Matter demonstrations, or the people today who are protesting in the streets all over the country against American policy toward Israel. Uh, some of these are socialist revolutionaries. Uh, you have to have a definition of what an insurrection is.
2: Right. And the Colorado Supreme Court gets a C-. Uh, isn't it? The, what
1: the... Okay. Now, Professor Dershowitz, as much as he's not a fan of Trump, he is a Democrat. But he's lost a whole lot of friends because he actually stuck to his principles... And as he said, sixty years of experience uh, teaching and practicing law. So, okay, so who's right? Is it the fifty-four percent of nunskulls who approved of the Colorado ruling, or a prof- or a law professor with sixty years experience as a litigator and a teacher? Hmm? Who who are you going to believe here? So, and and that's not all. Oh, mercy, that's not all. (laughs) I gotta play this. Now, what blows my mind about this, it's not just Dershowitz who's saying that. This is Bill Barr. Bill Barr on CNN. Now, this is the same Bill Barr who screwed up the 2020 election investigation while he was in the Justice Department. He turned out to be a never-Trumper and acted like an absolute doofus. But But, just like Dershowitz did on Newsmax when he did this, here's Bill Barr, Trump critic, on CNN with Jake Tapper, talking about The very same thing, and here you go.
3: I disagree with the court's uh, ability to make those findings. The core problem here is the denial of due process. Uh, To deprive somebody of the right to hold public office requires due process. It requires an adjudication of two core issues. One, was there an insurrection? Uh, Did the public disturbance rise to the level of an insurrection? And and second, what was the role of the of the individual in there? Was it engagement? Did they do something to break their oath of office? Those are those are complicated facts. And this was denied due process. Uh, it was a five day hearing. Uh, there was no jury. It was before the judge. Uh, they they were not able to subpoena witnesses and compel the attendance of of witnesses. They relied on. Uh, you know, the hearings, the January 6th committee hearings, which is mostly hearsay. There's no, there was no right to cross-examine during those hearings and so forth. So all the, as, as the dissent said, and by the way, the, the three Democratic ju- uh, justices who dissented, their opinions, I think, are masterful. And as they pointed out, they said, you know, the process here was a procedural Frankenstein.
1: Oh, Okay. Now, I, unfortunately I don't have any aspirin right now because my brain hurts I mean I, <laughs> my brain hurts here you have two guys two very different guys one Trump's Trump critic and his former Attorney General Bill Barr slamming the Colorado court and Dershowitz a Democrat but a real classic, classical liberal, who is who's gotten a whole lot of grief from the radical wackadoodle left for standing up for real constitutional principle, both of them, and yet if you listen to MSLSD, which is a really dumb idea, you would think that this poll thing, oh, well, half the country approves. It's like it doesn't freaking matter. It just doesn't matter what the country says or whatever poll says. And as much as I can't stand Barr, he was absolutely right. There was zero, zip, nada as far as due process. I mean, my gosh. Trump basically was convicted of a crime he was never charged with. And whatever rationale these four crack-addicted idiots on the Colorado Supreme Court came up with, their arguments were nonsensical. Now, the three dissenting justices, who were pretty much Democrats, they actually sounded like they made some actual sense. Man, oh man, it is not up to any court, as Professor Dershowitz just said previously, it is not up to the courts to decide this. It is Congress, Congress, that, you know, to go through this process. And we've already, and it's already happened, not once, but twice. Duh? I mean, my gosh. You look at this, and there are so many people who are so clueless as to, hey, you know, Trump already got impeached twice, never was convicted, he was acquitted twice, and yet these the Ding dong judge, the first judge in Colorado, relied on the January sixth committee, these bunch of jerkwads. Who, in, who never kept, I mean, they. this was so unconstitutional. There was no right to cross-examine. There were no, uh, there was no minority council. There was no ranking member. Oh, but there were two Republicans. No, there were two idiots. If you're talking Kinzinger and Looney Liz Cheney. No, they were essentially losers. And literally, because Kinzinger's out because his district was he was redistricted out of his congressional seat and Looney Liz uh, got her ar- got her arse kicked in the in the Wyoming primary and lost by 40 points. So to somehow give credibility to these people is really stupid and it's pathetic. and it tells me a lot more than i really want to know but still uh it, this is insane and now here we have kind of going back you know sort of full circle now california wants to get into the act and i talked about this yesterday this is part of the letter i just want to read a couple of pa- couple of paragraphs uh from the letter from california lieutenant governor to the Secretary of State of California Shirley Weber and oh baby it's just messed up and so Eleni uh, Kunalakis wrote and I quote from the letter based on the Colorado Supreme Court ruling to Anderson versus Griswold I urge you to explore every legal option to remove former President Donald Trump from California's 2024 presidential primary ballot. I am prompted by the Colorado Supreme Court's recent ruling that former President Trump is ineligible to appear on the state's ballot as a presidential candidate due to his role in inciting an insurrection in the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. This decision is about honoring the rule of law in our country and protecting the fundamental pillars of our democracy. Now, when you hear the term our democracy from a democrat it means our oligarchy that's a translation with you know and charlie kerr says the same thing if you hear a democrat say our democracy it means their oligarchy there is nothing i mean no reason why and now i'm sure because it's california they're going to try to find some way or, or what have you to try to get him off the ballot but we've already had states that are just as blue as California if not more so in some ways we've had Minnesota we've had Michigan New Hampshire and others that haven't even begun to take up the case they says no there's no there's no standing President Trump was never ever indicted or, and charged with insurrection, therefore he can't be guilty of it. But we're dealing with evil... Well, Okay, I'm just going to say it. We're dealing with some really evil bastards who have done extra-constitutional stuff coming up with legal arguments that you probably came up with doing like LSD or magic mushrooms. Because... If you've got no due process, but the thing is though, Trump did go through due process. He went through the constitutionally prescribed process. He was impeached twice, he was acquitted twice. So for any state court on any level to say that, oh well, we, we can't we're going to kick it, we're going to kick him off the ballot. It is wrong. It is thoroughly mind-blowing. And you have no constitutional or legal right to do it. There's no standing. So even if you've got this letter, you know, telling from the lieutenant governor of California to their secretary of state to find a way to get rid of Trump, it's like, yeah, I'd love to see them try that. I would truly love to see them try that. Because... When the Supreme Court comes up with their ruling on presidential immunity and so forth, which doesn't just affect President Trump, it also has an effect on hundreds of J6 prisoners. And when that happens, you know, that he that President Trump and I and I'm really believing that the Supreme Court is going to slap this. If it's not nine to nothing, I, I just I get concerned because even if you deal with 5'4, 6'3, or even 7-2, that absolutely makes me really stinking nervous. Because if the Supreme Court does rule in Trump's favor, a lot of the especially the DC case and maybe the other indictments pretty much become a moot point. Because Hey, you know, except for maybe the civil fraud suit in New York, because uh, this has to deal with Trump's businesses and the judge is biased as all get out. Plus, he's old, white and a pervert putting these shirtless pictures on social media and his wife, who pretty much drops F-bombs like, I change socks and (laughs) No, that that's a mess. I mean, no matter how, the judge is predisposed in that particular case to rule, and Trump and his attorneys know it. Trying to even put a gag order on his attorney, Alina Haba, Gosh, no wonder she was such, treated like such a rock star last, over the weekend at uh, America Fest uh, in Phoenix. They loved her. Um, Cheers and everything. So, the fact that President Trump is being denied due process, which frankly, if you read Article 5 of the 14th Amendment, it's up to Congress, the legislative branch. So, and they've already tried the whole impeachment thing, and it was a bust, a total bust. And the January 6th hearing please that committee was nothing more than a kangaroo court and hey they tried to televise it and the ratings sucked they sucked toxic waste and so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens now with the Supreme Court because if they have any type of constitutional integrity at all they just assume, shoot this thing down in flames, and totally make life hell on Jack Smith, Tanya Chutkin, and some of these other yahoos. Now, of course, there's probably still going to be the Georgia case with Big Fannie Willis. <laughs> it's like, mm, no. That's going to really throw, I mean, it, it is, it's a state case, but they're gonna have one heck of a time trying to uh, prosecute and adjudicate the case because wait a minute it is not unlawful or unconstitutional for some before a president to question the results of an election the electoral act of 1887 makes that legal but some people just don't care about facts and truth and legality they just want Trump gone because their Trump derangement syndrome has gotten the better of them so okay whatever but hey we're cutting close to the end of the year and we're gonna see what happens you know and I'm definitely gonna be keeping track of the Epstein case because the judge in the case is going to be revealing just about all of the names that were on Jeffrey Epstein's client list. And that's gonna be something to look forward to in the first few days of the new year. Um, And with Congress coming back on the 9th of January, they're gonna have to pick up some serious speed, otherwise you're gonna end up with another continuing resolution and that is an entirely different issue altogether. But on that note, friends, God bless you guys. Thank you so much. Going to call it a day today. And tomorrow, it will be our last uh, in black and white episode for 2023 before we go on our uh, holiday hiatus. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting to be sure. And with that, take care. God bless you guys. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Merry Christmas, and as always, remember, patriots come in all colors.